Chapter 30. Is your audiobook worth a credit? Quote, I would have Call of Duty be an online subscription service tomorrow. I think our audiences are clamoring for it. Unquote. Robert Kotick. Which sell better, short books or long books? I'm not going to dig into genre-specific commentary here, but mainly talk about two different distribution systems that we need to at least acknowledge. Before we jumped in, something to think about. If you're a Netflix subscriber, think about if each show or movie you watched cost you money. Even if it was just a little bit, chances are you would hesitate and or even analyze whether or not this particular show was worth you parting with your hard-earned cash. Keep that in mind as we talk about the subscription versus the a la carte model. Subscription. The subscription model, in general terms, means that the consumer pays a regular fee, usually on a monthly basis, and more often than not, has access to the entire library of media. The most well-known example in the video and film industry is Netflix. For authors, this means that there is a perceived value difference in a short book and a long book. If each listener is paying $10 or $15 per month, for an all-you-can-eat smorgasbord of audiobooks, then the eight-hour book is going to seem like a better value than the two-hour book. Granted, we are purely talking about quantity here. Length of the book, number of words, count of hours. If an Audible subscriber is a huge fan of a certain author in this month, that author has a short story come out. Chances are the listener will use their one credit for that author. But in the worst-case scenario, If your short fiction book is up against their favorite author's 12-hour saga, it would be a losing bet to think that they would use their credit on your book. Let's have a look at the a la carte option. Although less common than the subscription model, the a la carte option does exist in the audiobook world. In this model, a $3.99 novella might sell really well compared to a $24.99 epic drama. But again, I'm talking mostly here about quantity and dollars and numbers. I'm of the opinion that if a reader or listener wants your book, they're usually happy to pay for it. Where this model gets interesting is in your marketing strategy. I've had readers of my own books balk at the idea of having to pay $15 per month for a subscription they didn't really want. Although they really wanted my book, they were either turned off, didn't completely understand the subscription model, wondered about how hard it would be to cancel after a month, also questioned whether or not the book would still be there in their defunct Audible account after they canceled, and we already have enough questions for doubt and a non-purchase. However, if we can send a link to a service that offers a la carte audiobooks for a one-time payment, and they also provide an easy-to-use app or service then we simply need to have this option in our basket of offerings. Of course, the best strategy is to have your eggs in both baskets, available to the subscribers and the one-off purchasers. Keep in mind the often-mentioned ACX exclusive contract, which means your audiobook is only available through ACX. Another strategy could also be to produce both short and long books and test the results in the two distribution channel types.